Tangent, best podcast on earth for no holds bar talk. I am your host, Tarnell Mims. You can reach me on the tweet and the Instagram at a bold of Tarnell. That's A B O W L O F T A R N E L. And I am rolling solo today. Just make sure you put in a real quick, and I promise you, quick episode of the tangent. I'm by myself, but I'm not super drunk, so this isn't going to be being long and drawn out and be all like, hey, one more thing, and I'm all like out and I'm all just dumb about it. Don't worry, this is going to be relatively quick. I just want to make sure I get a podcast and get some content in out there for you guys for this week. I don't want you guys to miss this week at all. And yeah, sorry. So here we go. My first topic is mainly for you ladies out there. I want everyone that is a lady to listen to this and share with other ladies, sisters and aunts and moms and friends and co-workers. Um, if you're not a lady and you're listening to this, you can chime in too or you can just pass it on to all your lady friends and all the women in your life. I want the responses, so tweet me, DM me on the tweets, DM me on Instagram. It's all the same handle. At A-B-O-W-L-O-F-T-A-R-N-E-L. That's a bowl of Tarnell. Because I have this question that I'm very, very curious. I've seen different reactions on the on Twitter. And I'm very curious of what you guys think about the... Not necessarily Kevin Hart himself. You can talk to me about that. But just cheaters in general. And how do you feel about... Like, how do you get past staying with a cheater? That's what I want to know. Uh, you know, if you, you're with someone... First of all, if you get someone that cheated on their person and they're with you now, you you are going to be sorely surprised that like guess what they're probably gonna cheat on you too. Like don't be dumb. They they probably aren't gonna be faithful to you. If they are, congratulations. But I highly doubt that they will be. Um, the next thing I but I really want to get into on it is so this guy he clearly has a problem. He can't not cheat. He had a wife, cheated on her, got with the, his current wife while he was still with that wife. And now he just cheated on this wife on her B-Day while she's pregnant. Well, B-Day, birthday weekend while she's pregnant. And I feel like that's probably a bad thing anytime. But, you know, especially then, I'm pretty sure that doesn't go for well with anyone. Even if you have an open relationship or you have agreements, I still feel that's probably not going to go over well. Um, there's like no discretion. I don't know what their situation is, but I'm assuming that's not part of it. But how do you, how do you ladies deal with, uh, deal with cheaters? Do you stay with it no matter what? Um, do you, you know, we're trying to work it out. Do you stay? Cause maybe it's a financial issue and it's just easier to stay with him, even though he's kind of shitty to you. Do you block it out? Do you go get your own side piece and go just, and you guys just go back and forth cheating. And you're never faithful. Do you grin and bear it? Like, how do you deal with, how do you deal with cheaters? How do you stay with the cheater? Or is it no matter what, fuck you, you're cheating on me, you're a piece of shit. I don't care what what, this, what my financial circumstances is, I'm out. I don't care that we have kids. You can't cheat. That's not cool. We're done. So t- let me know all of your feelings on that situation, on how you deal with cheaters. My personal issue uh, feelings about Kevin Hart are this. I feel like he's a person, and I feel like this about a lot of people, but he's a, he's being a public example of if if you think you need to be in a relationship, don't feel that way. It, being in a relationship is not a requirement of life. So I feel like he's a guy who doesn't need to be in a relationship. Probably doesn't fully understand what it means to be in a, how to be in a relationship and be committed. 
but does it was afraid of being alone. But it's like you're Kevin Hart, so you can pull a lot of chicks. So I feel like there's no need to stay in a relationship. You can get whoever. You don't have to worry about it. Also, you're an idiot for getting dist- getting extorted. But you know, this is what happens when you do what you do. I think the other end of that is though. My issue personally with it is seeing how much he was talking on social media all the time and in, and in his comedy specials about her being his rib and how much she meant to him and how, you know, he couldn't just do life without her and she's his best friend, she's everything. And it's like, if that's really the case, then why are you anywhere else? Why are you looked up and the, the you know, the picture came out of the video. Well, I didn't see the, watch that video. I just saw that little picture where it's like, they're not even having sex yet, and he's, he's just so overjoyous and happy with this other girl. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, maybe you guys get clicked, maybe you guys got along, but if this other woman is pregnant with your child and she's your quote unquote rib, why are you even bothering with other chicks? Like, if I mean, and I guess it's just how much you try and brag how how great everything is on. on you know, in front of people and trying to create this facade. Like people need to stop trying to create facades. Anytime I feel, I feel anytime anybody is over the top of how great something is, you're lying and you're full of shit and you're faking it. And I don't understand why you've got the best boyfriend ever, the best husband ever, the best wife. Look at this. Oh my God. She's an amazing mom, amazing dad. Look at father. Ooh, the best person ever. This, this ever. Every time someone says that, I'm like, yeah, you're full of shit. No, no one's ever, I don't, the best ever just seems totally fake to me. I feel like everyone's got a flaw somewhere some at some point in some time, and it always brings itself up a lot. And especially in relationships, someone's always got some kind of baggage going on, and things aren't always hunky-dory, and that's perfectly fine. I think people are forgetting that it's fine that things aren't always good 100% of the time. So it's like, why even bother doing this and creating this facade for people? Even if, no matter if you are a big person, it's actually better if you just said that, hey, guess what? This is kind of fucked. I should, you know, life is what it is. Just say, hey, you know what? I'm happy in my relationship. I love my wife. And just leave it at that. Being this over the top of, man, she's just amazing, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, you're fake. I don't know why you're fake, but you're fucking fake. And I always, and you always kind of wait for the for the shoe to drop and for it, for it to get exposed. And when it happens, you're like, ah, I told you so. I don't know. Who I told, because I kind of just was telling myself this and no one else. Because, you know, I don't really sit around talking about celebrities like that. But I happen to follow the dude on Instagram, so I see a lot of it. But, but you know, I told me, and that counts for something, right? Yes, sure it does. All right, but yeah, so people get fake, and that shit happens. Uh, but the other topic I want to talk about is a sports topic, but it's not, like, super sportsy about, you know, this weekend. So-and-so scored this many points. But it is about how more about people being fake. Not want to say fake mad, but mad over stupid shit. And how it shows way more about you. It tells a lot more about you than it does anyone else. So, this weekend, week two of the NFL. Marshawn Lynch was at home with his hometown team, the Raiders. They were at home against the Jets. So, it was his first time. It was the first home game of the season. His first time at home. In you know, in an Oakland uniform, in Oakland, in an Oakland uniform. So he was born in Oakland. He's an Oakland kid, and they were up by a lot because the Jets suck ass as an organization, and they were getting their asses kicked. I'm pretty sure her Jets are going to go 0 16. I'll be surprised if they get a win this season. So that being said, 
Raiders were up by a lot. It was the fourth quarter. They put on a song like every, you know, every team always puts on music during, you know, during parts of a game. So they put on a song by a local rapper from Oakland. It was a song about Oakland. You know, like I guess I did for Oakland. Something about Oakland. Anyways, there was the chance were going on during, you know, over the PA system. The whole crowd was up and into it because, you know, ah, Bay Area, yeah, yeah, yeah. E-40, blah, 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 blah. Marshall Lynch is on the sideline, and he happens to hear it, you know, going on. And so he starts dancing. He starts doing a, a dance that they do up in, you know, up in the Bay Area, you know, just local thing. He was getting into it. And so the crowd saw him getting into it. Everyone, it was a big thing. And to me, it felt like a cool moment. You know, your first time being the being in uh, in the hometown, being part of the hometown team. You're winning big, debut home game, crowds into it. Local rapper talking about the, the you know, the town, everyone's in it. Big camaraderie, camaraderie unity thing. Cool, right? You would think it'd be cool. No, nope, people were mad. People were upset. People were oh, either disrespecting the Jets. First of all, Get the fuck out of here with that. You don't care about the Jets. The Jets don't even care about the Jets. All right? If the Jets were really worried about somebody excessively celebrating, they'd do something called play defense and keep them from scoring. They would do something called get their offense together and make sure that they score enough points to be winning so that the, the, the hometown team actually is swinging on the sidelines, not just big celebrations with like 12 minutes left. I'm pretty sure it was like way early in the fourth quarter this song got played, if I remember correctly. Um, so yeah, so stop acting like there was disrespect. This is still football. No matter how much we, no matter how much the game has changed, no matter how much we feel like it's been watered down or whatever we feel about it, the game is still the game and sports is still sports. And if you're mad at someone celebrating, stop them from celebrating by good play on the field, you know, stop them or score points and shut them up. That's how that works. But everyone mad at someone being happy because everyone that moment was happy. Well, except for the Jets, but you know what? Again, like I said, fuck the Jets. So... A hometown kid in front of his, in front of his, you know, his fans, teams winning big, everyone's having the happy moment. If you're mad at any part of that, your life is shit, and you need to look at yourself. And it says way more about you than it does about any of them, of them and any, anything about Marshawn Lynch, because that's like a dumbass stance to be mad at Marshawn for dancing to a local rapper rapping about the hometown that they're both from while they're in that hometown and winning big. Yeah, that happened. This is how dumb we're getting. Other thing I, w- I, I was wanting to touch on that I just kind of saw or the, I saw, and it's, it's an interesting thing. Um, I saw someone tweet something uh, recently. I recently started following. And she had a point that I was like, oh, wow, someone else actually agrees. Had a point that I had for a long time about dating uh deadbeat men actually this is another thing i want people to tweet this is another one here everyone i want your thoughts on this make sure to tweet me again and hit me on the dms and everything else what do you think um what quality what qualifies someone to be a deadbeat parent i want deadbeat parent qualifications you go ahead and give me all that information Send this out for everyone, women, men, everyone, deadbeat mom, deadbeat dad. What are those qualifications? I want to know. I want to know what you think that is. But uh, here's a que- Here's one thing that everyone should take into account, and specifically women. Um, and that's being more selective with who you have kids with. If a guy isn't about shit before kids, he's not necessarily going to be anything, in any better about anything after kids. 
uh, you know, he leaves a souvenir in you doesn't mean that he's necessarily going to sit there and change and suddenly be this great man. Uh, it, it just, I wouldn't bet on it. Maybe, sure, once out of every, I don't know, 35 dicks, one of them actually turns out and changes his ways. But, and that's a scientific research number. You can go look it up somewhere. But yeah, but like, no, uh, the best way to not have deadbeat dads is to not fuck deadbeat men. And I know sometimes they're super hot. You think they can change them. Ooh, they're so, they're just a bad boy. Yeah, they don't care. They, they don't give a fuck. Uh, you might want to find a guy that actually gives a fuck and isn't nearly as much as a, as a deadbeat. If, a, listen, another thing, find out if a guy is actually maintaining his own apartment and has a job. If he doesn't have either of those, he should get no play. Guys who don't uh, who don't have their shit together should not be getting action, and they should not be getting action because they should be spending their time getting their shit together. You know, the, run that, have that checklist. It's not about gold digging. It's just if a guy's about his business and handling his business first and foremost, then maybe then you go ahead and give him a chance. If he's not, if there's something lacking, he's in between the houses, he's in between jobs, he's in between anything. Uh, yeah, he, he can, he, he can use his hand. That's fine. Or he can go find some, he can go south of the border. He can go pay for it. Well, I'm in San Diego. So yeah, you can go south of the border, but anywhere else, if you're not there, you can go pay for it. Cause it's, 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 we just need to weed out. People need to weed people out and be more selective about it. That's all. That's all I'm saying. No pokey pokey. If things aren't going good, that's all I say. But yeah, so that's that was that. So that I, I really want to know that. Um, but yeah, she. But you know, this person kind of went off on on pinning points of just don't expect a guy to change just because you know you have a kid together. It, it's not going to happen if you know if you stop fucking the deadbeats, you won't have to worry about deadbeat parents. And I fully agree with that. I've been saying that forever. Uh, women, you control so much more than you even realize. So, with that, everyone tweet out, what the hell qualifies as a deadbeat, and did anybody ever, quote-unquote, trick you into thinking that they were good, they were legit, and then they turned out to be a deadbeat? Although, I have to say, there were probably red flags that you ignored prior to that, but still, I want to hear your stories, I want to hear what you're qualified as a deadbeat, I also want to hear what, what you do about cheaters, and how you feel about that. And I think that's where I'm at for this episode. I think that I think I'm really am going to keep it super, super short. It's way more of just giving you guys some things to think about, a couple of my thoughts, and I want I want feedback now. I want because I really want this to be a community. So I'm going to put this podcast out. I want you guys to share it, talk about yourselves, and just hit me back with info. Hit us, hit me back with all the info that you can, and we'll talk about this on a later episode. All right, go have fun and be safe, everybody. Uh, so for me, myself, and I, this is Tarnell. This has been The Tangent. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.